It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Listening to the KSR Football Podcast. Welcome into the KSR Football Podcast. Nick Roush here with Drew Franklin, Charles Walker, and Freddie Maggard in the Justice Dental KS office. Not only are they the proud sponsors of the KSR Football Podcast, also KS office where Drew and I do some grinding. Uh, Maria was up here earlier uh, doing work, so was Brent Wainscott. We do more than grinding up here. I mean, we work, we write posts, do podcasts. Yes. We, lots of things happen. Up here. Lots of things. We're, we're in the process of making videos, and it's all possible thanks to uh, Justice Dental. Justice Dental, the best dental office you will find in the city of Lexington. I would rather be at the Justice Dental office than the KS office because it's, it's like when you're there, you're family, Freddie. Beautiful facilities, too. I just want to take a nap every time I'm in a lobby. But you don't wait long because your appointment, you're in and out, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know about your location. We go to uh, rival locations. Yeah, but I'm mine a has a bunch guy. of beautiful people on the wall. It's yeah. nice photo. I haven't gotten to that level. Yeah. I'm hoping maybe one day, I don't know if they've photographed you. Nah, I've seen uh, Buzz Baker on there. Yeah. yeah. I've seen Lee Cruz. <laughs> yeah. A lot of beautiful faces. Yeah. I guess that's got a little work to do on my well, teeth before got, I get to that level. Yeah, yeah. Once they're finished with your teeth and they're good to go, you'll get there. You'll okay. get there, Drew. I'm excited. Um, and we're excited to have Justice Dental sponsoring our podcast. Like I said, two locations in Lexington. Uh, check them out today. Visit them online at justicedental.com to book your appointment. It's your one-stop shop for all your dental needs at Justice Dental. And Kroger Field is your one-stop shop to watch the Wildcats kick ass each and every Saturday. Uh Man, it was it was two yards away from me in a blowout, Freddie. Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, I felt going into the game, Kentucky was two scores better, better personnel. Um, I would have, you know, if you if you do a team by team analysis, I wouldn't have taken any Missouri player over a Kentucky player at any position. Um, but I just had a feeling, and I actually wrote about that. 
that I thought the game would be hinge on a Ruffalo field goal, one way or the other. <laughs> and it dark doggone near, near <laughs> did. So. We're one bounce away of that ball. One yeah. bounce their way yeah. of it being a tie ball game with, what, a minute 30 left, two yeah. minutes left? So this brings me to a segment that I would like to start this week, and that's called a round of applause. Because we need to give a round of applause to a few fine folks out there. The first person we need to give a round of applause to is Chance Poor. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Chance Poor. Just incredible. That play of the year, right? The tackle, make sure that they don't scoop and score that field goal. Big tackle, yeah. I mean, that goes right back to – was it Chance last year who made the play? No, Ruffalo walked down the Bama guy. That's right. Yeah, so – but it just shows that entire room can, can tackle if, if need be, that yeah. position group. Now, they're not good at podcasting, but they are good at kicking things and at running people down. The specialists, they did not get the field goal in, but they made the play. And I know there are some minus five betters out there. I'm not saying that I was one of them. But all things considered, probably worked out in the best interest. You either run it with Chris Rodriguez right there or you don't make the field goal. Because if you make the field goal, the back door's wide open. Missouri's probably taking it. Uh, and the way that Basilak was kind of operating, you could you could see them getting one more score in, an onside kick, and we'd be there 30 more minutes. But uh, luckily, Chance Poor did not let that happen, and Kentucky's defense was stout, stopped a game-tying score from happening. But uh, now is the point of the podcast where I need to survey the room because this is a, this is a difficult question. I, you've got the headset on right now, Charles Walker, but this time the headset is – the one that calls the shots. Are you going for it on fourth and one, or are you kicking the football for a 37-yarder and a 10-point lead? Can I call timeout during this session? Yes. The- timeouts are always welcome. Have you even watched the game? Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> We're going to rag on our boy. Come on, you all. You know I'm always watching the game. You're wearing a shirt and tie today. Is that still from the wedding you uh, went to Saturday? Saturday no. Again? No, this is, this is today's gig. Today's gig was shirt and tie day for me. Um, but to answer your question, I'm kicking the 37-yarder. I really am. I have no problem with that. Um, he's Ruffalo's been pretty good within 45 yards, almost automatic. You go up two scores. I think at home, I wouldn't have hated if we would have went for it. Typically, I'm the guy that says, go for it, shut the game out. But you're up seven. You've Honestly, you've escaped some plays that we should have never been in that situation, I guess is what I'm trying to get at. So – I'm fine with going for the field goal there. It's a 10-point game with two minutes left. I like that way better than going for it, than them having all the momentum. And, it, you know, I, I'm, I'm fine with it. Drew? I'm a go-for-it guy, but not so much that I care that they quick the field goal. I mean, I was pretty close to 50-50 on it. If it were me and I have to make the decision, I lean go for it just because UK had been moving the ball so well, and on earlier kicks they had gotten back there at some good pressure. But it wasn't when he sent out the kick team. It wasn't like, oh, no, what are we doing? Right, I was right. completely fine with the field goal, too. It was kind of a – I really had confidence either way in what they were doing. Freddie, and that's like when we got, like, all these football franks out there now that are, like, the big analytics nerds. Mm-hmm. Like, if you look on paper, the field goal is the right choice. Mm-hmm. I think the the part of me that – wanted them to go for it was I mean Chris Rodriguez ain't got tackled for loss today yeah Will Levis is a big dude he can take a snap under center this isn't a year ago where nobody knew knew how to get up under center and grab a football so that was part of me just wanted to end the game there but to Chuck's point there was uh if you don't get it then Missouri's like it's a complete momentum steal yeah well if you look at numbers 
Ruffalo's 13 out of 15, last, including last year and this year. Mm-hmm. So third most accurate kicker in the league in 2020. The odds were in your favor. 37 yards. 37 yards. It should it's be an easy, easy field goal. And then you put a uh, two-possession game and you go up 10 ball game. The ball yeah. game's over. Right, right. So I, I totally understood the, the field goal there. But it is worth just like – it makes you think a little bit. The thing is, too, they shouldn't have even had to think because right. it was a ter- – two horrendous spots. Oh, yes. The Wandell spot was horrible. It was it – was, it, it really is one of those that, like, you should be admonished officially by your boss when you miss a spot by a yard. And I don't – they didn't – like, it was enough to where, like, the booth might have even, like, phoned down and been like, dude, you – he gained – Eight and you, it's six and a half where you spotted the ball. And then I thought Levis, I thought Levis got there uh, initially too, and that was another bad spot. Now, I didn't really see any coaches argue. I'm not saying they should, but we had a better view in the press box. But after it happens, you're like, well, you just hope that doesn't backfire. And then two plays later, what is it? One play, one yeah, yard short yeah. from being a first down. Well, I that, really think that first spot was horrible. Is that the one where Levis? It looked like he almost went over a guy and didn't touch the ground. So everyone that I was with was yelling that he didn't touch the ground, spot it. But then he kind of got double show, hit. Yeah. They showed the replay and it was like, all right, no, nah, he's probably down right there. Yeah. But, but the play before that, Robinson was yes. legit a yard past where they marked it. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah, more. It was, that one was egregious, absolutely egregious. What was not egregious? Well, uh, I, I need a round of applause for our man Eli Cox. Well done, Eli. Elijah, the real Eli, not Eli Drinkwitz, Eli Cox, recovering the fumble in the end zone. Could have been real bad. Uh, could have been really, really bad, but it was not. They initially ruled it a Chris Rodriguez touchdown, but for some reason on Monday the SEC was like, nope, that was Eli's, even though we didn't review it in the game. Kind of odd, but still. Shout out to you, Eli, leaving no doubt, no shadow of a doubt, the game, the go-ahead touchdown by the big man from right down the road. Eli Cox, I thought, played much better against Missouri than he did against ULM. Um, <laughs> got beat one-on-one pass situation against ULM for a sack, gave mm-hmm. up a sack. But I thought he played really well against Missouri. Yeah, that was a you know, several positives from this game. But Eli Cox from game one to two was a good transition in his development. And uh, he's a fantastic story. Uh, came to Lexington as a what, low three-star, yeah, a developmental yeah. player. Worked hard, worked hard. And here he is, the starter. Played a good, played a good game against Missouri. Yeah, and it, it's one of those things that the uh, you hate to belabor the negatives with the fum- the fumbles and the turnovers, um, but it they all change the game. And uh, for, for the better and for the worse, you know, you're on the verge of a blowout when that happens. But all things considered, Chris Rodriguez still he's the second leading rusher in the nation right now, went out and got 200. And, I mean, that one drive, too, he was putting it on him. He was. I mean, and we kind of thought that might happen going into it with how Central Michigan ran on Missouri. But I will say, moving forward, even though Eli Cox recovered that ball, I'm going to have some Chris Rodriguez goal line anxiety with Auburn game last year and it happened a couple times now. I mean, he's still a beast, and he's going to run on everybody. I'm a little concerned, but it was a great game overall. I mean – he, he, he could have had 300 if he had more time. No, oh, definitely, definitely. And that one drive, too, that uh, – He pummeled the guy at the end. Oh. What about the drive before that, though, where he could have done the same thing or put his foot upfield and he just kind of ran out of bounds? I mean, I, I don't know what's going on with him, but I'm not 
under impressed, but I'm definitely not over impressed. You're the. Uh, <laughs> I'm not being a hater, but how I mean, hammered was you at this you, wedding? You fumbled the, the ball. You fumbled the ball two times in the red zone. <laughs> not, sorry, the two inch zone, and there again, there was just a couple runs where it, he he came back. I told you he was running high last week. He did the same thing, and when you're running high, that ball's just jiggling, especially in the goal line. Put two hands on it and fall forward for a touchdown. But there was that one he ran out of bounds on like the eight yard line. And then a drive later, he looks like he's going to do the same thing and then just completely pummels the guy for the safety that was talking all that trash. I'm like, what, what is the difference in the last run versus this? What is, it looked like he was running not to get hurt. That's what it looked like to I, me. I do love that Chris Rodriguez can be – like he is right now the best running back in the SEC on paper, and he still has room to grow. Absolutely. And that's kind of the general theme, the general takeaway from this game is that like – Man, Kentucky won ugly. Yeah. Well, I mean, God, the whole offseason, so I'll keep saying, we'll say Kentucky's going to run early until this passing game catches up. First game throws for 419, <laughs> runs for 145. Second game kind of is how I saw Kentucky early in the season because, you know, when, when, when it's all said and done, you want to win the football game. It doesn't matter how you do it. Style points don't matter on the scoreboard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, that, you know, for Kentucky to rush for, what, 340 yards? Mm-hmm. Average 6.5 yards per carry against a defense that stacked eight, nine players in a box. Man, that drive before half. At all times. They, I mean, they that's, had that's impressive. eight guys within two yards of the line of scrimmage. And, and I did watch the game for a second time. Uh, two and a half more than Jerry here. Uh, <laughs> and I can say this. Those two tight ends, Rig and Bates, uh-huh. having them on a the line, that, mm-hmm. that, that, that brings so much versatility to the, what Cohen can do. Because those two dudes were violent at the point of attack. Oh, yeah. I don't I don't think they get talked about enough in what they do as blockers, but man, they're they're legit. And that sets up the slip play that we've seen a yeah. couple times where yeah. they're going to block the opposite den and then instead of blocking them they just slip on out. Yeah. Easy pass, Levis to a tight end. Rig did it uh late in the game. Yeah. Take it down, it looked like he was almost gonna get in the big end play. Zone. It was a big, big play. play. There are there's one thing that Liam Cohen I think he did learn a lesson on, and that was in the second quarter that's right. It ended a touchdown, but he did this thing where Chris Rodriguez got 12 yards and then 12 yards, and then they took him out. And then Smoke got it, and, you know, he got stuffed right away. It's like, no. If there's one thing the old guy did, he did not mind just giving <laughs> it to <laughs> the same guy over and over and over. And, you know, they're, they're still filling each other out, but I thought all in all it was a, a, a well-executed game plan. or It was a great game plan, not always perfectly executed, I think, their first six drives, it was either touchdown or turnover. Uh, they only had, I believe, one three and out the entire game. So the offense had no trouble moving the football. Uh, and, I, Freddie, you talked about what you, you thought the offense might be. I, I didn't expect to see the offense moving the ball this well, this efficiently, this early in the season. Yeah, it's, it's, it's remarkable, uh, to be quite honest. And, and the plan was beautiful. And it remains to be beautiful from game one to game two. And I still don't think we've really gotten to the depth of the playbook yet. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, we, we sat right here last week and said, what, have we not, what did we not see against ULM? A jet sweep, we saw that with, with uh, Wandell for 63 yards. That worked. <laughs> yeah. Screen to the tight end, we saw that. Went, what, 30 Boot yards? legs, we yeah. saw that with Levis running the football. You know, I, I just because it's going to continue to grow, and there's so many variations of what Kentucky do do from personnel groupings. And again, I go back to those tight ends that it's just 
you know, you, you can dial up, run, run 340 yards against a defense and stack the box like that. That's impressive. The, the one play that we've seen a lot is the play-action post of Wondell Robinson. They're big fans of that play over yeah. there at the, the Joe Craft football training facility. And when you see how much green space is around him when they run it, I can understand why they like that play. I think we'll be seeing more of it in the future. It's a pretty good play. Mm-hmm. It, works, it works pretty and well. It's just something we've missed. That, just that roar in the stadium when everyone sees it, I mean, with that particular play, it's developed and been open, I mean, a couple steps off the yeah. line of scrimmage. And Kentucky not having that threat or even having a crowd last year Seeing that back-to-back weeks now and those mm-hmm. deep passes, just that, that roar before it even leaves his hand, knowing that the option's there and it's coming, it's been fun to witness. I don't know how the safety made it over to the one to commit targeting, and I don't know how it wasn't targeting. What in the world? I, 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 have no, I, I don't know what targeting is. I thought I knew. When you're hitting a receiver bang-bang head-to-head, like, I just I don't. And a defenseless receiver at that. I mean, you wouldn't even look at him. That's where I thought I, I thought was telling was the people at the wedding. Yes, I was at a wedding. <laughs> what did I was they saying, think? Uh, what they they were all asking me, and I said, you know what? It's targeting because he's a defenseless receiver. We're good to go. And then the play started going, and I was like, oh, I think it's this third down. I said, I don't know. That's when I slowly rule, just kind of sat down. By rule, when, bo- when both play- offensive and defensive players are going to make a play on the ball and there's a collision, it's free game. So there is well, no targeting. They didn't watch so, the Ole Miss Louisville credit, game. The, even though he ran through Wondell Robinson, he didn't lower his weights. Yeah. No. Whatsoever. He had a chance to yeah. absolutely blow him up, and he really didn't. He yeah. ran into him. But that, there was no malicious See, when he could and, have been. And that's, I'm sure, what they would say is he didn't lower his head. I thought if it was defenseless, it wouldn't matter. But uh, at least I, I was getting kind of worried there for a second because they kept him down for a while. But Wandell after the game was like, Trainers came over, and they were like, oh, it's a TV timeout. Just stay down a little longer. Stay down a little longer. So he just played it out. I was getting worried, and he's over there just like, you know, taking a little rest. And then he gets up, and he just fired the crowd up. Oh, yeah, waving his arms to the crowd. That was one of the louder moments of the game. Which brings us to our next round of applause. Yeah. It's for you, Big Blue Nation. Great job Saturday night. Incredible crowd. That was, that was awesome. I mean, the Krogue, it, it was – we knew that the seats – we knew there would probably be a few empty seats here and there, but there weren't many. Uh, there was uh, there was a spot for Charles Walker, but, uh, you know, I, I, I guess. I did do my part. I gave my four tickets away, so I, and I made sure that they were there cheering for in replace of me. Okay, good. Replacement of me. So that helps. I want you all to know that. That helps. I want but, you all to know but that. man, just to have that – that roar back. <clears throat> you know, like when J.J. Weaver got that sack. Oh, yeah. I had place. What about the uh, Curse of the White Pom-Poms? That's gone too now, right? It's, yeah, oh, it's long gone. Okay. Long gone. Right. I, I really like it in the student section. I think yeah. it's awesome. Like it's I told you all, whatever it was, two years ago, the terrible towels or the pom-poms, it just makes the, the, the TV view way better. Oh, it looks awesome. We weren't anti-pom-poms because they're looks. They just had a horrible record on the field, and it, someone <laughs> needed to step in and say this is unacceptable. No, they look great, and now it looks like – Maybe the pom-pom curse got COVID and we it gone last season. Go. We're good moving forward. The – but, like, between that, the catwalk. Now, the catwalk – Hold on. Wani na na. Oh. We have breaking news. USC has fired Clay Helton. Huh. Big surprise. Lose by a million to Stanford. Stanford couldn't score a touchdown against Louisville, and they went and hung 42 <laughs> on USC. <laughs> I don't know where you were going with that. thought you were going to get caught up, but that's pretty good. Terrible. So bad. How do they do that? I, I don't know. I don't know. But the catwalk, the catwalk was lit. I don't 
there's some things we do like that are COVID protocols that I just don't understand. Like you can't pay with cash in places. Why? The person who's dealing your money isn't going back there and touch it. If they're going to go touch the food, just put some hand sanitizer. Like I, it's stupid. It makes no sense. Oh, you're going to touch my card or I'm going to touch the keypad that everybody else is touching. It's all disgusting. You're touching everything. It makes no sense. The catwalk, instead of starting at gate one and you wind behind the stadium and then you go, they go into the they, – they took it out to where it's like the old catwalk and they would just walk in the stadium before they would go in because I'm guessing they didn't want people to be crowded between the little slope in the field house and the stadium. But all they've done is moved everybody that was standing there closer to one another in a smaller amount of area. I don't get it. It doesn't make sense. I, I just – it's silly. It's dumb. That's my one complaint of dumb rules. But either way, the catwalks still look great. I'm just bummed that they don't they don't let people spread out a little bit more, you know? Yeah, I don't get to watch the catwalk this year because our pregame shows when it happens. But I've been confused by pictures because it looked like a different route. Like they yeah, kind of they just back. changed would, it. Yeah, I didn't know reason. what I was looking at. Now, shout out to the people who have made street signs. Uh, one of them, instead of a stop sign, it says stoops. And then they have – like Grove Street as one of the mm. things on top. It's very, very creative, very well done. So shout out to you people too. That was well done. Round of applause for them. Um, round of applause for them. And uh, a round of applause for Mark Stoops, winning record as a head coach. It's tough to do. 51-50. and 50. It's the first time since 1981 Kentucky's had a head coach with a winning record. Yeah. And so this is what's, what's remarkable. 2016, so this is Chuck's senior season, after two games – no, junior season. Junior, junior season. Two games in, Stoops had a 12 and 26 record. 39 and 24 since then. Mm. Which means that they need to stop naming stuff around football now. Just save it for Stoops indoor facility. Oh, yeah, Stoops yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that indoor facility yeah. is yeah. supposedly. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it's something of that nature. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there will be many a Stoops thing. I don't, yeah. I don't think Stoops cares what the hell you call that indoor facility as long, as, long as he, he gets, gets one. one. Yeah. By God. I think they should that make was a Stoops indoor, tra- indoor facility but put a track around the, <laughs> the football field. That was stunning. Only Kentucky and Vanderbilt don't have indoor Field. Well, full. I mean, technically, yeah, we have an indoor facility, but the end zones are it's about a, half percent, about fifty yeah. percent end right, zone. Right, right. So it's, it's always funny when we're practicing, they would move the pylons like ten yards up, mm-hmm. but then it just looks so weird. So you're practicing and you think you're in the end zone, but you're really not, or you th- you're out of bounds when you're actually in the end zone. It it's just never worked. It's out. really uh, this is kind of inside baseball, Chuck, but it's like CSAA football when they line the fields on a 100-yard field. Yeah. So, in Louisville Catholic School ball, they only play – they used to. They changed it this year for eighth grade. yards? How long? It was yeah. a 70-yard field. So, yeah. 35 was the midfield. They wanted to teach you how to block and tackle so you couldn't just run around people. But when you put that on a 100-yard football field, it looks weird. Uh, and that's kind of what it feels like when they're in the nutter. Yeah. Um, just br- kind of be a little – you know, it just looks off. For perspective reasons – my senior class broke ground on what they practice indoors now. Oh, also the turf is terrible indoors. That's how old that is. So it's as old as I am. Yeah. Yeah, we had the shovels out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in the ancient, what, I guess mid-1990s, I played basketball on the Nutter track in Rick Pitino's basketball camp. Oh, wow. I mean, so long ago. Did you see they're releasing some old-school Rick Pitino basketball oh, shorts? I've already got the alarm set for that. 
$70 for shorts, though? See, that, I, I've followed that brand for a long time. I've even DM them multiple times asking when they're getting Kentucky. But um, pe- I don't own any, but people speak very highly of them. It's, it's steep. It's steep, yeah. It's very, but, I mean, they sell out in minutes, so good for really? them. Really? They do? Or they have one with other ones in the past. The, the, the stripe ones are the ones I'm really interested in. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Friday, 11 o'clock. Don't tell too many people. Like, that's why I'm going to be on the, the show. I, I'm not going to be able to buy them until noon. Oh, yeah. That's fair enough. Hey, let's give a round of applause to the one, the only, Ray Lewis, Hall of Famer oh, yeah. in the building. And you know what? What I like about Ray is he didn't come in. He didn't do the little dance. He wasn't like, we're going to come in and rah-rah the team. He was just dad. You can't call that a little dance, dude. Yes, I can. Okay. It's the dance. The Ravens can it's kick the, rocks, okay? I Will you tell d- that to Ray Lewis's face? Never. I hate the Ravens, million. that dance is awesome. <laughs> I hate the Ravens, too, but if Ray Lewis is running me, I freaking love the Ravens. <sighs> but what was what was cool, though, is he didn't make it about himself, yeah. but they did arrange for him to meet Chris Oates. That was cool. And uh, I didn't know this, but that was Chris's favorite player growing up, and uh, somebody who helped get that together told me that, like, Chris was just – I mean, big old crocodile tears was just like That's couldn't awesome. even handle it. And Ray's, you know, you know, whispering in his ear, telling him you got. And like, can you imagine getting a pep up speech from Ray Lewis? Like, man, chill. So I, very happy that Ray was there to do that, help lift Chris up. And a shout out to all of you all who have donated to Chris's GoFundMe page, uh, twenty two oatstrong.com. If you haven't, it's very easy, and they really need it. Like this is, yeah. Uh, I, st- I, I, I commend Stoops for really making a nice second push because, you know, the 24 news cycle, Drew, like we – stuff goes in and out so quick, and we just forget. Like this is a long-term process for Chris. And as Stoops said, it's, it's way too important for us to leave him behind and, and let him be forgotten. Yeah, and Chris came up again today because his mom said on Saturday that she gets asked by other recruits, what about Kentucky? Should we go to Kentucky? And Stoops kind of said – we don't need her helping us. We need to be helping her. And he told the story of their, their uh, handicap accessible van breaking down and just said that's unacceptable. We have to get behind them and help them out more. So like, like Nick just said, yeah. I actually just posted the story on the website. So the link's on KSR if you're re- hearing this tonight. There's going to be a, 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 an additional way to help too coming soon. Okay, good, yeah. good. The, when that was initially announced, I think they had about – when Stoops re-released the videos, about $45,000, $50,000 in their GoFundMe. It's up to one sixteen as of right now. So anything you can do to help – and I know they're even pushing to get tax-exempt status, so like that money, it's just – it can be all for them. Um, GoFundMe doesn't take any of that either, so yeah. – uh, anything to help because Chris is he's made a lot of progress but you know it takes a village um, so shout out to all of you all who have helped uh, help Chris get back up on his feet and one more round of applause and this is a big one round of applause for Sean Clifford everybody <laughs> Sean Clifford thank you so much for existing without you Kentucky wouldn't have Will Levis and man I just there are times when, uh, especially on that third and 12, Freddie, where mm-hmm. he dropped that ball right in the bucket to Wandell Robinson. Play, yeah. Those are plays that we have not seen at Kentucky in a while. I know as, as significant as important as those 50-yard passes are, converting on a third and long, it used to be unimaginable. Let's run a quarterback draw. That's what it would have been, a quarterback draw. Uh, but you and I tweeted that last week. You know, what was Penn State thinking? What was Nebraska thinking by running – Robinson's as a running back, and what was Penn State <laughs> <Well>, thinking? <laughs> and the Ohio State people crushed me on Twitter about that. 
I could have been petty after they got drummed by Oregon at oh, home, oh, but I wasn't. Wow. I, wasn't. I would have yeah. appreciated it. Yeah, if you did. but I, I, you know, I actually screenshotted a few Twitter named people that I could, I was going to get back at, but I did. That's 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 big of you, Freddie. And you didn't need well, to be. You could have rubbed their face, their nose in it. I'm getting just nice as I get older. So it really is baffling how. Nebraska tried to make Wandell Jerome Bettis, and <laughs> Penn State tried to use Levis as Michael Vick. There, I have friends texting me yesterday that don't follow Kentucky football. They're just kind of yeah. tuned in on what's been on TV. And they're just like, what is the rocket on this quarterback you all have? He has the <laughs> best arm I've ever seen. It's like, yeah, he was a, he was a runner until yeah. uh, I mean, he got here. He did. He came lower his shoulder. Like, that was pretty cool. Oh, oh he popped awesome. that guy. Blaze. Yeah. It was Blaze. Oh, well, yeah, I didn't even put it together. That was on our yeah. boy, Blaze Aldridge. I mean, knocked his butt down. That was awesome. But <laughs> I guarantee you they're in film right now, and Coach Cohen and Stoops were like, yeah, don't do that anymore. Unless it's, <laughs> unless it's Florida or – you just don't do that yeah, anymore. Yeah, just, just don't right? – maybe the left shoulder is definitely weekend, not the right yeah, shoulder. Yeah, especially this weekend. You, you'll be sliding this weekend. But no when matter, he pops no up third. and throws the first I mean, down awesome. or sticks his tongue out at the fans. It's, I love it. I love it's just something gonna, we haven't had in, ever. When is he going to pull a banana out of his pants or shoulder pads <laughs> and eat it after a touchdown? That's really what I want to see. I mean, I the crowd would go crazy. might draw a flag. Probably. I don't, think, Chad you Johnson cell I don't think you can bring a prop. Man, it would be great, though, if he stands up on the bench and sideline, grabs a banana, and just ah. – See, I think he's at the point he needs to one-up it and just bite into a pineapple. I, I mean, mean, it's it's not going <laughs> to stop Hold on, eat a pineapple hole. Which way is that pineapple facing, though, Drew? <laughs> See, that's between him and his girlfriend. <laughs> okay. The uh, – I, I did have a thought that, if you all recall, there's a few years ago where Andy Dalton led a game-winning drive – the, in an inconsequential Week 17 game that got the Bills into the playoffs and Buffalo just flooded his charity with donations. And it really got me thinking that, man, it, if Will Levis keeps this up, it would be a real shame if Kentucky fans just started flooding Sean Clifford with thank you fan mail. Yeah, it brings up a good point that two things uh, I'm 100% positive about. The, a win in the SEC is, is really good, right? And, you, and Kentucky beat a good team. Kentucky's the only team in the SEC with a win. Number so, one in SEC standings I've right had people now. ask me, what's up with the passing game? We're at a place in Kentucky football in an offense where 179 yards gets question marks. You know? Mm-hmm. Kentucky's averaging 299 pass yards a game in two games. And, and could throw for 500 if they want to against Chattanooga. So, that just shows you how this <laughs> offense has changed. And defensively uh, – you know, giving up the first downs. Missouri, Missouri did Missouri things. I just think we gotta get more pressure. We yeah. gotta get more pressure. Basilak is so good. He is so good, accurate. But and they that is their strength. They, they Missouri goes to the chains, turns around, and he can find them. Yeah. And, and late in the game, Kentucky was playing with personnel that is pretty new to the field. Yeah. McDaniel. Yep. Uh, Jordan Wright got hurt. Devontae yeah. Robinson got Jaylen hurt. Jalen Geiger Geiger's played. In. Yeah, there yeah. Was, it was a lot of new faces out there. Trevin Wallace. But, it, yeah, it highlighted my fears for this team. Preseason was depth at edge. Yep. And depth at cornerback. And, it, you know, when, when Carrington Valentine went down, all of a sudden you have two corners that's ever played football in college, Quandre Mosley and Cedric Dort, and that's it. 
This is a tough so, couple of so they were just like, let's just man if up. If Kentucky <laughs> appeared to be playing off a little bit, yeah. you got to protect those guys. Yeah. I mean, if anything is proven to me about Kentucky football is Brad White is a heck of a defensive coordinator. Mark Stoops is a defensive guru. They were running that – what they were running in Missouri was taking advantage of short – they were doing that to make up for personnel issues. It wasn't an X and O or a scheme uh, malfunction. It was a, okay, we got two cornerbacks that's ever played college football. We've got our, our senior nickel, Robinson Hurt. We've got – who plays in the flat. We've got Jordan Ryan Hurt who plays in the flat. We can't play J.J. Weaver a lot of snaps. Yep. I mean, they had to they had to mask a lot of personnel issues and still came out with a win and still made stops, still got an interception. God, that Kentucky's led the, awesome. the SEC in pass defense for the last two years. So, the, the system, the scheme, the play calling is fine. It's just football happens, mm-hmm. and when you get injuries like that, you've got to make up for it and, and, and compensate. And I think that's what Kentucky did. Kentucky's still third in the nation in yards per play. Yeah, uh, three point three, and I know ULM will certainly help inflate that. Uh, make it look better than what it was, but they dinked and dunked the entire time. If I look up Missouri's big plays real quickly, uh, Missouri had one zero one play over 17 yards the entire day. 5.2 yards per play. Yeah. Ran 76 plays. Yeah, and they really they couldn't run the ball at all. Um, no, 61 yards for uh, Tyler Beatty. <laughs> I thought that was a tremendous job by the Kentucky Yeah, and, and I think they had – 80% of their plays were designed pass. And most yeah. of them it was just check down to Beatty and then hope that it's a missed tackle. Or hit a hit a receiver, a tight end, right at the sticks, move the chains. And, and here's one thing I, I will <laughs> say there is part of it where the defensive line, not a great natural pass rush. Right. But, man, the people – man, he's just dinking and dunking all over the field. Uh, we got we to gotta blitz him more. Classic <laughs> soup. Dude, they blitzed a lot. The problem yeah. was is – the blitzers just weren't the blitzers weren't very effective, right? And it wasn't getting guys free. You had some guys dancing at the line, but man, when they needed, they they drew up the cornerback blitz on that third and one drew that I thought that we all were going to get because they drew Kentucky offsides, and the cornerback blitz got home. They get a tackle for a loss, and then they draw another blitz up on third down. JJ Weaver gets a huge sack. In the Weaver sack, I think of all the loud pops in that game. I mentioned Robinson hopping up and telling all the, the crowd to get loud. I think the fan base getting behind Weaver's return and now his third sack in two games, I think that was the loudest moment in the game when he made that play. Man, it was incredible. It, it wasn't the most incredible play of the game, though. That goes to Jacquez Jones. I still don't know how he caught <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, round of applause for him. Yeah, Jacquez Jones, ladies and gentlemen. Good job, Jacquez. That was just absolutely nutty. I. I also thought Adam Luckett was going to get reprimanded, too, in the, you know, <laughs> in the press You know, talk. sometimes us media folks, we forget we're on the clock. It happens. So, they said, they said, Freddie, you know, they say no cheering in the press box. Yeah. I think we've gotten corrected on that a few times up well, there. Luckett didn't cheer. He was just saying, wow, what a play. Yeah. Like, so, he was just impressed about what he had to report on. Yeah. So, it wasn't actually like, great job, Jacquez. It was, oh, my. What? Because it was a – That's why I don't go up there. <laughs> I tell you, I watched the field goal that was blocked from my porch looking in through my window at the TV. <laughs> I got so nervous I went outside. <laughs> and then in a key, key – Missouri was driving. I went into my bathroom, left my phone out there, turned the lights off like I was hiding or something. I mean, I'm a mess. That, that, that's why I'm worried about this weekend. Oh. I, there's no way I can – how do you – it's a computer thing, You're right? You're worried about the opponent? 
Yeah. Yeah. No. The, your opponent this week is the TV broadcast. The t- how do you do it? Do you put it going to your computer and okay, or do you go yeah. with your this phone is, or? There, this, Freddie, you're not alone here. Yes. I bet a large portion of this of my. Base. I mean, seriously. I mean, that's a that that's a disadvantage for you know people my age or well, older. And, I mean, and we, a lot we didn't of grow up with this. Who don't even have access to internet? That's fast enough. I know, like where my in laws live, like they can't they can't stream. Netflix. It's just like, eh, it's going to be too slow. Well, we'll just do something different. So, uh, this will be the first ESPN Plus broadcast uh, of the year. First and only, I might add. It's basically when the SEC teams play FCS opponents, they're going to put it on ESPN Plus to try to boost their numbers. Uh, So, how do you do it? It's an app. (laughs) and That's That's on your phone, but how do you get it on your computer? Well, they have a button that can – you know, like cast it or, you know. Does, does your TV have any uh, built-in apps? We'll start there. Is it a smart TV? <laughs> I have cable. <laughs> See, this is where you're, you're – Sounds know, like you, you're going to be at KS you, Bar. You look after your nieces and nephews. This is the time where they owe you, you know. Oh, like, yeah, they do owe yeah, yeah, so this is one of those where you have them come over on Thursday. Now, they did buy me something little box thing that's supposed to do it. See, but it, I did, I couldn't remember my password to the. It was just a mess. We'll, we'll help you with the password and um, getting on the TV. That's a big step. Been, the login. We'll, but we'll can I through. still watch cable stuff? Because I have to watch in the heat of the night during the day. <laughs> yes. And I have to watch Blue Bloods. <laughs> yes. And I have to watch Family Guy. <laughs> yeah, and I know not, what channels those are on. This will not interfere with Should, any of your regular right, day-to-day right. Uh, tendencies. Now, the one thing that really will set folks back, you can't. When it's on an app like this, you aren't just, like, switching channels during the commercial break to check the other game or anything. And that's that's a huge bummer. That's going to be a kicker. There's yeah. no, like, last button where you just go over to the other channel and see if they're at a timeout. Oh, there's going to be some really rough internet stupid. things. It is very up? stupid. They're trying to get subscribers because everyone needs more money uh, around football for but sure. That, I mean, see, yeah. I mean, I don't know. ESPN's not making enough <laughs> yeah. off I'm, of their I'm college football coverage. It's stupid. It's absolutely it's stupid. the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And 52 years on this earth is putting this stupid game on a freaking phone. I tell you what, though. They are overlooking a significant portion of the fan base. Tom Leach's ratings have gone gone way up this weekend. (laughs) They sure will. Tom's going to get some good sleep Friday, probably rest that voice. This is is his Super Bowl Saturday. Yeah. Oh, man. I miss miss a good Tom call. Good good screaming Leach. That's a good pop. Hey, round of applause for Tom Leach. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just class of business. Although I was in a good mood to start talking. About I was that. talking to Tom on Saturday, and he had this moment. I don't know how we got to talking about uh, haircuts, which when that comes up in conversation, I'm just completely yeah. out in the dark. And he's like, "You know what? I don't have a lot of redeeming qualities, but I do have to tell them to really lighten it up. It's getting a little too thick on top." I'm like, "Tom, you got the deep pipes and the thick hair, you <laughs> son of a. Your hair's looking good, though, Drew." I went and got a cut this morning, and um, every time I get a haircut, I see more and more gray. I don't like the direction this is going. I fully expect in the next couple of years I will be noticeably gray. It's just more distinguished, you know? Yeah. But uh, it's yeah, – I think make, you're going to be okay. I didn't see any in your beard. That, that, I got a little bit in the beard. My beard will be orange one day, uh, white one day. It's, it's all over the place. Oh, that's fun. It's like Neapolitan yeah, ice cream. The goatee's got a lot of gray. And I have a, a completely gray sideburn, but really the haircuts making me feel old. Whew, man, you better hurry up on that wedding planning thing so you don't look like a that grandpa. That might be the gray hair. That might be what it is. <laughs> you just go completely Steve Martin on him. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I don't like being made fun of. <laughs> let's make fun of other people like Louisville or Oh, oh. let's let's make fun of Louisville. They're nine yeah. point underdogs at home to a team from the American Football Conference. <laughs> It already uh, jumped to nine. I, I saw seven and a half. It opened to nine. One bright spot. Not all of the chairs in the stadium have mold. Just some <laughs> of them. And Chuck, I know you remember, too, how, that, how big crazy. of a stink they made over the pink chairs. And they're like, all right, we're finally going to get red chairs. <laughs> They've got mold on them. They <laughs> can't do mess. anything. I heard the, the lines at the concession stands there were like an hour long. Oh, this past yeah. Weekend. People miss quarters of football. Yeah, Railbird thinks Louisville did a bad job of serving people. <laughs> That's bad. And the thing is, is I kind of wanted to go to that UCF game to cheer on the Knights. Joey Gatewood. You a big Knights guy? Big Knights guy. And I was just – now I'm like, do I even want to go if I can't enjoy a cocktail on the party deck? I don't think so. Plus the whole risk of mold. You don't oh, know what kind of mold that is. You don't want to take that home to baby No. Food. They better no. have a pollution policy there. I'm, I'm hoping they do. Call, they we'll be to call, call the guy, guy from CBI. CBI. Yeah, if Louisville's <laughs> calling the guy from CBI, I think it's getting declined. <laughs> But now, Kentucky, y'all can call me whenever you want. <laughs> and, and the thing that's kidding. funny in all this is just how stupid their fans are is that they are, like, taking all their anger out on some low-level staffer that went to UK and is a UK fan. They're, like, pulling up his tweets from 2014. See, this is what happens when you hire a Kentucky fan to, to work at Louisville. Sabotage. is the inside job. It's like, no, you idiots. Like, that's not how this works. Like, be mad at the athletics director, not the – guy who's got his first job and you're looking at his tweets from college god that he's just the new person to blame someone has to be to well, blame and you know what they're kind of actually lucky that this is happening because their best play from saturday the dude dropped the ball on the two yard line <laughs> uh, and didn't they not cover the spread because of that yeah that was the, that was to at least give him a push so the fans that did believe in him the fans that still are optimistic <laughs> enough to put their own money on the team they can't even cross the goal line with the football for them and they give them mold. <laughs> and they're poor, they're poor guys on the Ring of Honor. You can't even tell who they are because all the paint's falling off. Just think about it. I mean, and their fans get rewarded with mold on their seat, and they have to watch ACC football. Yeah. I don't know what's worse, mold on the seat or ACC football. A- ACC football molds my TV if I watch too much of a game. Man, although – And you got to cook your own pizza You know there what, now. though? I will say, which, yeah, before we – get to the rest of ACC football because it's worth, you know, pointing and laughing at. Uh, it's now Papa Murphy's Cardinal Stadium, correct? Yes. What? They, have, they switched to Papa Murphy's Pizza from Papa John's. Yes. This Which I hear Papa Murphy's is great. I've never no, had it, but we, you have to cook it yourself. We don't, eat, we don't eat any other pizza other than the Rosas here. That's true. Right. Huge La Rosas people. Yeah. I know. That's why it's hilarious that anybody would eat Papa Murphy's. <laughs> I've never heard of Papa Murphy's. It's the one where you go buy it cold and you take it home and cook it yourself. I've never understood you the it concept Kroger there. Or something? No, no. there's a store. It's, it's like Papa a Murphy's. store that they don't cook pizzas at. And this – thing makes money yeah I, I, I have no idea how it works either freddie it, it's astounding i'd be like open a steakhouse and you show up you got the wife you sit down celebrate an anniversary and they just bring you a piece of meat and say go it's home called cook a it. butcher it's not exactly like that <laughs> if i want to work i don't leave the house pizza's you know I mean? pizza's a meal where you're in a hurry they like, do man, all we just work. get a pizza yeah. you know we're all busy yeah. we get a pizza at home and, and the thing be. is they charge just as much if not more for pizza that's already cooked 
I don't get it. I don't understand the concept. But, you know, they still get it. Either way. Uh, Card- we do love the roses. Part- Papa John, Papa Murphy's, the, whatever Papa's Cardinal <laughs> Stadium, that place is the worst on Kentucky's earth. Kentucky's going to be Papa when we go there. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. God, that is going to be hilarious. Laugh out loud funny. Almost as funny as watching Tennessee not cover against Pitt. Thanks so much, Vols. Round of applause yeah. to you guys. Losing to Pitt. Um, man, that game. Watching Joe Milton throw a football – it's just inter- – it's entertainment. I'm telling you, I, I have to commend the Vols. I've now watched both – I don't – you know, I, I keep up with the scores. I don't sit down and watch Tennessee football a lot. I've watched both of their games, and they are entertaining. It just from a what-is-going-on standpoint. Because <laughs> when Joe Milton drops back and he lets go, you do not know where that ball is going to land. Yeah, that thing's not calibrated, is it? <laughs> it is not. Uh, but he it's cut a his sights all off. It's yeah, a can. Like if he does dial it in, my goodness. Well, if he but dials he, it in, his receivers ain't catching it. Yeah. That's for sure. Uh, he is. He is something to watch. Yeah, I, I think Hendon Hooker. The, the he was the quarterback against Kentucky in the Belt Bowl for Virginia Tech. I think he's a much better fit for that offense. And you know, I, I don't know why they went with Milton anyway, but he almost got it. Came, Pulled him from behind to win. Yeah. But he didn't because, you know, the, the ACC has one average team. Maybe. Pitt, maybe average. Virginia Tech's average. Yeah. Boston College was, and then Jerkovich broke his hand. I don't know why, but Pitt the rest of the bores year. me to tears. I don't know why, but watching them is just like watching paint Well, you also can enjoy their colors as much, too. They got great I liked, colors. I liked the yeah, their newer colors versus that old. See, that's – they get the blue and yellow. The problem, I like the blue and yellow. See, the thing that I, I like it too, Chuck, but I learned watching Saturday Night Football, white with yellow pants and yellow like Yeah, the Rams. Yeah, it, 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 the, the, the primary colors pop a little bit more. How about our blue on blue on blue? I thought that looks good. Oh, I mean, that, we great. have some pretty good-looking uniforms. There's some yeah. schools out there, uniforms are terrible. we got some good-looking ones. I think with Pitt, Miami – ACC teams that play in pro stadiums that get like 10,000 people. That's mm-hmm. probably why I don't like watching them. Yeah. Speaking of rankings, I thought the winner of Kentucky-Missouri would be ranked. And I still think Kentucky's a top 25 team. Miami, in that mighty powerful ACC, gets their doors broke off by Alabama, beats Appalachian State by two at home. Barely. They held on. And ranked. Texas is still ranked. Wait, Texas is still ranked? I don't know. Are they? I mean, Texas is not ranked. Okay, well, I was going to say, when you lose by a million to yeah. Arkansas, you okay. can't be anywhere. I'm but Arkansas, Arkansas but is Texas, ranked But Texas received a lot of votes. That might Miami, be what you're getting at. Miami's Texas. 24th. That's ridiculous. Texas got twice as many votes as Kentucky. And still can some, unacceptable. Can somebody <laughs> come out and say that, I mean, I get tired of it. I know the AP voters, there's a couple things. They get, they get logo in, uh, in, infatuation there. With Notre Dame, who beat a bad Florida State team, but almost lost to Toledo's 12. Oh, yeah, wait. Brian Kobach. Shout out to uh, Jacksonville State, by the way. Yeah. Man, if, if you haven't heard that Florida State call and just belly laughed yet, it's – the thing is, it's hilarious, but then it gets really sad when you find out that after Jacksonville State beat them, that Florida State was just in a cover two and not in a prevent defense – on fourth and ten, for sixty yards away, and then the saddest part of it all is the picture of the Florida State offensive lineman who planned on proposing to his girlfriend before the game, still went through with it, and proposed while Jacksonville State is celebrating on their field. Where would Coastal Carolina rank one through fourteen in the SEC right now? In the SEC, yeah, tenth. 
Uh, eighth, probably. Yeah, like eight to ten. Because I, I would put them ahead of South Carolina. South Carolina's offense, I think we could go out there, the four of us, and run better offense than Coastal they Coastal Carolina's ranked 16th in the country. But, uh, I mean, but also, like, eighth or tenth in the SEC might as well be eighth or tenth in the country. You know, Ohio State, yeah. you saw them. I just that was don't great. Get it. Don't get it. Yeah. Eh, rankings, they're for schmucks. Uh, hey, Drew, I think I saw where we got some questions. Uh, we do have some questions. At least I asked for some questions. We'll Ooh. see if we got any. Here's my f- the first question. <clears throat> Why do the Tennessee Titans pay Taylor Juan to block people if he doesn't block Damn. anybody? Guys, Ooh. I'm hurt. I'm hurt. I, I, I had a good feeling yesterday was going to go wrong for my Titans. I almost even bet on the Cardinals to cover the three points. That way I could still maybe win by one or something and make a little money. But, man, my Titans looked horrible. I mean, they looked horrible. You know, spin zone. Horrible, Nick Roush. They could have. They could have been the Packers. So they look pretty bad too. Aaron Rodgers and his long hair, his new homeless, I don't care look, would have scored two hundred on the Titans yesterday. You know what is really disappointing too, Drew? Is they couldn't even give Corey Peters a touchdown. Like That's, that could have been. You could have taken solace in that. My exact words. I screamed uh, for the, our listeners. There is a strip sack, Corey Peters, on my beloved Ryan Tannehill, and. Peter scores a touchdown, former Wildcat, and I scream, Corey, how could you do that to me? We had class <laughs> together, which we did. Corey Peter's fan. But then they take it from him, so I got robbed and at least let the UK guy have a moment on me. <sighs> it just everything went wrong yesterday. My my bets, I think I went over twenty five on the NFL. I don't know about you all. I felt like everything there were a lot of underdogs. A I don't lot know of the underdogs. exact stat. I think underdogs it was, went eleven and four. Yeah. Yeah. Outright, too, right? I think so. <laughs> Which but is I, just crazy. I had my, my Kentucky over Missouri. Just need the Titans to kick off the Super Bowl year, right? And they suck. Kyler Murray, too. He he moves. Like, some of the jukes and stuff he has, I mean, he looks like he's in college. Like, people don't do that in the NFL. That one play, he's getting swarmed by two defenders. It's a sack. And then he just completely changes directions of backpedals and throws a a laser for a completion to Rondell Moore, Mm -hmm. who was also mean to the Titans. So, if there's – Christian Kirk was even meaner. Chandler – That catch that that Kirk had that looked like Willie Mays. I don't know know which one was crazier, that one or DeAndre Hopkins. The Hopkins one. He's so good. In the, the thing about Murray, too, Freddie, I know we get this narrative, like, running quarterbacks can't make it, blah, blah, blah. The one thing about Murray, Murray doesn't really take hits. Like, huh. like Lamar is going to take some hits tonight. Cam Newton took a lot of hits. But Murray, he gets out of bounds or he well, slides. Cam was a little bigger and maybe a little slower than Kyler. Kyler just, like, I mean, the fact that people thought he should play baseball is just <laughs> – you're wasting those legs, putting them on a uh, pitcher's mound. My goodness. I know my team's bad, but I think the Cardinals might be really good. I think so, too. I mean, he I was doing know. stuff that – I just I just always thought, like, Cliff Kingsbury can't be a good NFL coach. Like, if you can't ha- – like, if you're terrible at Texas Tech with uh, – was it Baker and somebody else? Didn't he have Mahomes, too? Yeah, he had Patrick Mahomes in yeah. college. Like, if you can't have a winning record in the Big 12 with those guys, how can you have a winning record in the NFL? So, I've always just been like, that guy's going to stink. The Cardinals are going to be bad. So, Drew, I thought your Titans were going to win yesterday as well. And they did not. It's pretty easy, though, for Kyler, or for Kingsbury. I mean, you've got Kyler Murray running around. Everyone can't tackle him. And he's throwing to DeAndre Hopkins, A.J. Green, uh, a rookie, Rondell Moore. It's looking good. Oh They're tough. Rondell Moore did not win Mr. Football in Kentucky. He had 1,400 yards and 26 touchdowns. 
and they gave it to a kid who went to Wofford. <laughs> Missed Smart. out on that one. One more note from uh, Misery yesterday. Uh, the Titans' brand-new kicker signed Friday. We already know how I feel about uh, kicking Ooh. signing matters in the NFL. Mm. Uh, missed the first extra point and then his first chip shot field goal. Bagley. So, we will be dialing up the Austin McGinnis uh, promotion machine this coming week. Freddie, did you see how cool the SoFi Stadium looked? I did. Yeah, that does look cool. And, like, last year they kept showing it, and it didn't have any people in it. Way cooler people yeah. in it. Very cool. But what was very scary, did you see the the Carolina Panther? Yes, I did. <laughs> I yeah. did. Well, all right, all right. So was it Jacksonville or Carolina? It was Carolina. Carolina. Oh, I don't know. All right, what Jacksonville couldn't pull that off. <laughs> what I don't what I don't get, it was doing that while people were in the field. What were the people in the field seeing? Like what probably nothing. Yeah, like how does that or work? Or just a camera. Probably just a big like, camera. Like right? were they seeing like little like laser pointers going over them? Like I don't that stuff just blows my mind. I don't know how it works. Well, I could tell you, but it'd, be, it'd get too technical on this <laughs> <Yeah>. podcast. <laughs> I mean, I can't even figure out freaking ESPN Plus. You, think? you know, for a second, oh, with, the, with the past year and a half we've all had, when I saw that video, I just thought that happened. I just like, well, <laughs> it's Sunday. Here's the next thing. Oh, man. Oh, goodness gracious. We should do that. I don't know the technology. Obviously, Freddie does. We'll do a special yeah. podcast. I wonder if UK could get a little Wildcat, maybe a smaller version running around the stadium. We've got some smart kids over there at UK. Let's see what they can do. Surely Luke Fortner could I'm sure, hook up his yeah. computer and have that running oh, in no definitely, time. definitely, definitely. He yeah. could get it figured out. And, I mean, we probably need to do that for the mascot, just to do some extra push-ups because, I mean, my goodness, if you just – I mean, and we, can, we can play the what-if game, but you can quickly add up 10 more points to get to 45. I mean, you fumble on the one-yard line. You get a field goal block. It's a lot of push-ups for our, for our boy Wildcat, you know, so we might need the laser guy out there to, to, to work on that. It's going to be a long year for him. I'd say by the, the end of the season, he's going to be jacked. Mm-hmm. It could be a, a, a long Saturday, Freddie. Uh, there's one fun, familiar face for the Chattanooga mocks, and it brings us back to making fun of Louisville. I believe their defensive coordinator. I know he's on the staff. I don't know his exact title. Uh, but Lorenzo Ward – is coaching for the mocks. Lorenzo Ward was the interim head coach after Bobby Petrino got fired, and he was the guy trying to talk their tight end from not, like, fighting Vince Tyree on the sideline when Kentucky was up 50 <laughs> to nothing at Cardinal Stadium. So he gets to face Kentucky again. He's the defensive coordinator. Yeah. It's a big, exciting blast from the past. Man, to go from Power 5 to Chattanooga, that's a – yeah. Hey, they had a they shut out North Alabama last week. They did. Big old zero on the scoreboard. Got beat by your Austin P governors twenty to ten. Ooh. Governor. I love their hats. Their logo. Yeah. Great, great, great place. Yeah. Love that athletics program. Fond, fond memories. No, shout out to Clarksville. Do we have anything else to mention about Chattanooga? Devon Shea Maxwell was the Southern Conference defensive player of the week last week. Four tackles, three and a half sacks. What does he play? Defensive line. But if you look at their numbers, um, without I mean, I'm sure folks don't want to get deep into it. Right, but just, you know. Just very middle of the road, everything middle of the road. Okay. Offense, defense. They play two quarterbacks. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah. Um, Ooh. Do they have a Terrell Owens, or is he a one and only there? 
Okay. He's not going back to school like what's his name? Uh, J.R. Smith. Yeah. Love J.R. Smith. Two goals for Saturday. One, and it's the primary goal. Stay stay healthy. healthy. (laughs) Two is to get get some young guys reps. Yeah. That's the two goals. I don't – I don't know. I, I thought Kentucky would hit 50 on ULM. I don't know if they do or not Saturday. I, I don't know how, how long. I think it all depends on how fast we come out. Yeah. Because you get a team like Chattanooga, you go well, up 21-0, they just quit. And if you yeah. don't – and in turnovers, what's the turnover margin right now? Minus four. better be zero. I mean, minus four right now is not good. I mean, they just – you can't – I mean, for them – and that was the kind of overarching message I got from Saturday is there was a, okay, we're – Happy we won, but like man, we won not playing well. Got to get a lot better. Did not play well. I mean, I, I mean, you don't beat Georgia yeah. playing like that. You beat Missouri, but, but you it, don't beat Georgia. It's the you perfect, don't beat Florida. Perfect scenario for Mark Stoops. I agree. You win a game you're supposed to at home, get the crowd into it. You're one and zero in the SEC. Beat mm-hmm. beat a team you have to beat, and not play good. Charles, you know as well I as I do that film session is going to be brutal today. Oh yeah. I'm sure it was just rough. Mm-hmm. So, that's what you want, you know. I mean, he's going to bring them back down and he's going to wear them out. Mm-hmm. And, and then, you know, then you got an FCS opponent to prepare for. So, I mean, do you prepare for that or you just start working on South Carolina? I think, you know, Mark Stoops said it today, this week is about Kentucky. I'd rather have a bad win than a good loss. I know Absolutely. we say it a lot, yeah. but there you go. Uh, here's a uh, pretty good question uh, from uh, Chuck. Chuck says, does the BBN need to be concerned about our defense against running quarterbacks? Basilek did have some annoying just – I mean, there was one real third and long, too, where Kentucky's defense was playing well. Outside guy, breaks contain, and he's off the races. Freddie, are, are we concerned any at all about running quarterbacks? Six carries, 28 yards, no. Okay. No, okay. I mean, he's a good quarterback. You know, I say it off – football happens. When Tyler Beatty made – uh, McDaniel missing the flat. Mm-hmm. McDaniel, what's he, that's his third game he's ever played in in college. Tyler Beatty is a very good football player. He's going to make a lot of people miss Man, like that. He's going to play a lot in the NFL, too. So, they I mean, love it, that stuff. It, that football happens, up. you know. So, I, it just – I'm not concerned at all about the defense. Ooh, I will say I am slightly concerned that Alabama is going to beat Florida by 40 and Emory Jones is going to be done and Anthony Richardson is going to be in. That guy looks – He's doing Good. flips before the game. Emory Jones. I'd like to see him do a bunch of flips and then get stinks. beat by he's doing by like four. He's doing B. some Lamar stuff. Yeah. Richardson. Yeah, he's yeah. good. Emory Jones stinks. Which That's a guy we thought – we just assumed, you know, the Trask will be, eventually be Emory Jones and he's going to be everything. Been very disappointing. Yeah. That's why – it's a shame Alabama's going to kill him this week. Which, by the way, that's a huge number, right? Did you see it? I haven't seen, I haven't seen the last – Fifteen and a half. That, that, that – yeah, they're going to win much, right? Yeah. Four is not that good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not. Hmm. Crazy that that Alabama quarterback room. Uh, Put your hammer away. We we don't have hammers after this. Yeah. Three week. Alabama quarterbacks on that national championship team all were week one NFL starters. <laughs> it's a little unfair. <laughs> Crazy. It's unfair that they don't have to play Kentucky this year. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it be is. Getting, yeah they get to skate oh, to the playoffs. Oh, actually, you know, they do in Atlanta. That's I mean, regular season. Okay. Yeah. Should uh, we book the hotels now? I mean, seriously. Uh, I've already booked. I got that room. Kanye slipped in at Mercedes-Benz oh, Stadium. Wow. He's moving in. <laughs> he left his bed and everything. I'm oh, just nice. staying there for the championship. Oh, I'll bring my sleeping bag. Uh, one person, and I know we touched on this earlier. Uh, this is from Colin. And it's something that 
it's something that I, I think we should at least mention a little bit more. That like, do we think uh, Colin S? Do you think Stoops had a small hand in play calling this week? It seemed like they really got into the run game. In nope, I don't think so. I no. think that was the plan. I mean, like we talked about, Central Michigan ran the ball all over them. Why would we not do the same? We have one of the best running backs in college football. And we threw the ball when we needed to. 340 yards, averaging 6.5 yards per carry. <laughs> I mean, it's Why would a, you not run the yeah, football? Yeah, yeah. That, that, that burns me up. It, well, it really does. In, in, <laughs> in, like, just because you're going to the run more, I mean, sometimes – I mean, there was one drive that stalled out because they went away from it, yeah. you know. Uh, and they didn't have many drives stall out, but it was it was Wandell dropped a pass on first down. Yeah. And, like, because those drop passes, I mean, they're drive killers. I was afraid that was going to happen after – what Kentucky did to ULM, throwing for 419 yards. Mm-hmm. I still think this is a run-first team that can be effective in play action. Yeah, you looked at uh, Missouri's first first game. I think we all knew they'd be running against Missouri. With that. Uh, Central Michigan had three different running backs rush for over a 20-yard gain. You had a, almost 200 on the ground. You could have a, a great high-flying offense and still want to run the ball against Missouri. How about those pitch plays, too? I mean, yeah, they're putting eight in the box, but then we just pitch it out oh, left to right. another new wrinkle the edge, was a go. sweep. Yeah, yeah it was that, great. That was something I swear we they see. got that because Central Michigan did that multiple times yeah. on obvious rundowns, third and eight, and they'd do a pitch, get yeah. 12 yards. I just like, and I, I don't know the football enough to know the exact stuff he was talking about, but Stoops today was like, just go back and watch the Rams versus Browns in 2018. You'll see it. And I'm thinking, <laughs> Kentucky football is being compared to an NFL game right now. Like, that is insane. Yeah. I think Cohen even tweeted, that one looks familiar. Yeah, but night. he's like calling out, go back and watch Rams games to see our offense. Which, man, Rams might be pretty good this year. And the Brownies looked okay, too. God, yeah. What was the punter doing? Uh, I think he just – Just put it. You dropped it. it. Well, then yeah. kick it as I quick know. as you can. Yeah. He had time, and he started yeah. to run. Oh. Are we are we concerned about UK's punt game right now? A little. Why isn't he running? Why isn't he? Why isn't yeah, he? Yeah, I thought Aussies did the Aussie thing. Yeah, he hasn't. Because there was one. There was one opportunity in particular where you could pin him back, and yet it was just a fair catch at the twenty. Thirty-seven yards a punt right now. That's there's going to be there's going to come a times times in this season that you're going to have to flip the field. Absolutely. And, and UK's not shown I'm, the I'm ability pos- to do that yet. Hoping it's just his back because his brother. Did you see the punt his brother had yesterday? Seventy yarder in <laughs> overtime. Kicked it from like he was standing on his twenty when it left, and it went down inside the Cincinnati twenty. Completely guessing though, I would have to think it has to be related to the back if he's compl- not even punting his normal style. Yeah, I, I mean that's the hope. Right. I don't know. Well. We'll see. This one question from Hank. He asked A, 2, A, and C, which I, or A, 2, and D. I like that he yeah. got mm-hmm. out of order. Really messed me up. But I like two. Can fumbling be cured? Chuck? I don't know the answer to that. So, no. I don't think – I mean, I really don't. Two hands on the ball. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they go through drills day ball in and day out. Drill. Ball security job security. Yeah. I mean, I – I'd say today the running backs – did extra ball security, and that's as much mental coaching as it is physical coaching. You, you want to emphasize taking care of the ball, take care of the ball. And, and the more the coach says that, the more it's in your mind. And sometimes it's just a lucky hit. Yeah. Sometimes that helmet just hits right on the ball, and honestly, no matter how strong your forearms are or where your hands are, it, it's coming out. That really hasn't been the case. Um, His helmet was on the ball, but Chris was always running. He was running high well, on that one. If you're in, if you're in the, 
five yard line, and then you have two two hands on that sucker. You know, yeah. three like points what? of contact at yeah. all times. Yeah. And Stoop said he's like, I think Chris had some other things on his mind other than take care of that, the ball. What was he? Uh, I think getting in the end zone. Okay. Like he saw the touchdown before he okay. got there. Kind of like you know the guy who drops the ball on the two yard line. You know? I saw something weird with Smoke. He had an opportunity to to make a really long run off the left side. And it was almost as if he didn't even see that there was a safety coming down from the right. And the safety tackled him. He got up, and he was like, man, I should have gone. But it was almost like he didn't prep that there was going to be someone there at all. I'm thinking, what is he – is something going on with him? It's kind of I mean, like – This hasn't played that way. He looks like a freak out there. He did have a couple nice runs. He finally kind of got going a little bit. One, Dale did the thing, too, where he was angling away, and he made the right move initially, and, but he – he almost cut too far across the field and let the guys catch up with him. Yeah, I could. I I was rewatching the game before coming over here, and that should have been a touchdown, and it felt like a touchdown. Man, well, did so Josh awesome. Ali? I don't think he held that block on the right side. He that's no, he the did block. Not. Yeah. Uh, Robinson got ran down a little bit, kind of a bad angle. But man, just when he took off, it felt, again talking about those roars in the stadium. That felt like a quick six. <sighs> and you still end up with six, but it would have been another home. That run. feels so cool as a player too. When you hear the when you're doing something. Mm. Like your punt return, you know, for a touchdown, stuff like that, or in your catches, you can you can hear that, and it does it 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 does get you oh, a little yeah. chills. Man, Chuck, you got to be chomping at the bit for New Mexico State this year. Bring back some good memories. Oh yeah, I think about that every day. He's got a wedding that day. <laughs> you yeah, did come yeah, up yeah. in the press box again, still fumbling the punts a little more than uh, oh, this nervous fan would like to man. watch. A little bobble in the, the know, there was And the, the well, snapper was the one almost over his take head? it from him. Yeah, the Some, one over the head that I don't know should have attempted. Somebody told me that to keep an eye on the field goal snaps, too. They're looking a little high. It's just, that was an little, observation little from the stands. Special yeah. teams um, can we also – Dort, oh, two really bad plays, buddy. Mm, he, the, you're a veteran. The interception, he did not – I don't – did he Gotta not see it. Asian there? Like, that That was – oh, man, that – it, it was it was a terrible pass. Like Asian didn't he have to do anything? Like it, it wasn't even it wasn't going to make it a door. Like he wasn't going to make it to that guy at all. And it almost if he didn't give him that shove, I, I was almost thought we might have it uncatchable because it was so poorly underthrown. Man, that the Geiger one. I mean the turnover. The Geiger walk. one was was tough. Mm. Got to make those plays. Again. I mean that ball was falling down like a feather. And when we saw it at first in the press box. I thought it was actually a lot harder catch, Drew. And then replay, it's like, no, that's breadbasket. Like, it's all right. Promising future for the young man. I mean, guys, how great is this that Kentucky played is – like, we're wanting so many plays back. Kentucky won by a touchdown. And they, they're top 15 in total offense and total defense in the country right now. It shows how far things have come in a short amount of time because it used to be these games, even a Missouri game – it's like, all right, if we play our best football and the ball just bounces our way, we get a win. And then you celebrate those. But now you're winning, and we have a list of things we're complaining about and have to fix. Yeah. And the win is just behind us, and you're yeah. on to the next one. And, and the things we're talking about, you don't do that. You play a perfect game. Well, nobody's ever going to play a <laughs> perfect game. <laughs> yeah. so but it, for Kentucky to win these it, games, it's hard to find stuff. To yeah. yeah. But for me, it, it, the talent, the difference in talent in Missouri and Kentucky was noticeable. I thought Kentucky yeah. was a much more talented football team. There was a person that texted in my radio show that made a very good point. He said, "He said this is one of the rare times that Kentucky won on talent, and not on execution. Yeah. Kentucky can out talent teams now. 
Very much so. Man, round of applause to that. Round of applause, round of applause to that. Round of applause to Justice Dental. And a round of applause to all of our great listeners out there. You all are the best. Thanks again for listening. This has been fun. How about we do it again next week? Is that cool with you, Chuck? I'll be here. Let's be 3-0 and when we do this next three week. 3-0. Do you got a wedding? Monday? Nope. nope. No, I do not. Are you going to the game? I'll be here. Dead yeah. Beyond. Nice. Nice. Going to be a great day. Tailgate Chuck. Going to be a great day. What's the day. spread? Is there one? No. Uh, I couldn't find it today. They, they don't come out till like the day before for FCS games. Yeah. And These opponents. I there. will say this. Montana beat Washington. Northern Iowa. Here's another logo. Let me get back to my ranking. Logo infatuation. Iowa State. God. The AP people love Iowa State. Well, they State. love Matt Campbell. So, here's the deal. They could take him on a date they would. Iowa State beats Northern Iowa. 16 to 10, goes out, gets their brains beat out by Iowa and still ranked. Mm -hmm. They're still ranked? Yeah. God, people are idiots. Not you all, though. Just our great listeners. People that aren't on our side. Exactly. 14th. Mm -hmm. 14th. 14th. After after those two performances. That's high comedy. Well, this was a great performance by you, Freddie. Thank you. Great performance by you, Drew. Thank you. Great performance by you, Chuck. Thank you. Great performance by you all listening. You did great. We'll be back here next week on the KSR Football Podcast. Beat the mocks. And peep the technique. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.